0: Hey, it's Coco and Carly, and we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint
1: through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness.
0: Because ultimately, we're spiritual
1: beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. Today's episode is keeping with the theme of the energy currently. So we're here again with Scott. Maybe he's going to be a regular. Who's excited? Uh, Today's episode is how are you going to spend the time during the quarantine? And I see this image of, you know, three months down the road, June 1st, and we come out of this profound energy shift and you open up the shutters to your whole new life and everybody starts emerging. How are you going to look? How are you going to feel? What have you spent your time doing? Have you just, you know, sat here and sat in the coping mechanisms? Have you just sat here in, you know, thinking this is a vacation? Have you sat here in your lower uh, chakras of fear? Or did you actually use this time to do the work to rise to really, really, really work on the internal? So then you change in frequency to match the external. This episode... Is really great because all three of us use kind of like our stories and our journey. And Scott and I really talk about how last year we pre waved this. Literally, we have lived this energy, we have lived this time to transform our lives to be in this energy of now which for us is the highest, most potent, amazing, high vibrational energy that we have ever been in in our lives. In this episode, we talk about how to change your habits and patterns, how to consciously look at your habits and patterns. We talk about the change in frequency and just really, really understanding what it means to do the work in this time. And we hope that it inspires you and hope that it uplifts you to really transcend um, what we're all aware of is the fear, but really, really just live from a different frequency and use this time because like Scott always says, the time is going to pass anyways. So enjoy this episode. And again, share and follow us on Soul Rehab Podcast. Happy birthday to Carly on Tuesday. On Tuesday. March 31st. We just had cake and I sang and my voice is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I like there's like semi-silence as she, after, <laughs> as she chokes on her coffee so we have no
2: comment in the background.
1: so we have scott back with us um maybe this is a regular thing i don't know i don't He's know like an every second pod kind of yeah. guy yeah
2: <laughs> yeah
1: so we're here today this is being released uh today sunday just a little bit later we're just doing it um we're doing it oh in- yeah we were supposed to get what? We're doing it in real time, Scott. No, this is today's podcast.
2: Oh, I thought we were doing a future one. No, okay. this is today's. <laughs> wow.
1: This is welcome, Scott, to today's he podcast. He doesn't. He's not conscious. <laughs> he is not conscious, people. So what we had told you last time is we're going to try and record on Tuesdays um, and Sundays um, during during this energy is what our plan is, right, Carly?
0: Yeah, and then just to make it really relevant, we're going to be doing the same day. That's our whole. Yes,
1: that's our, behind that. yeah, that's our whole plan oh, right see, now. Oh, see,
2: I wasn't included in that email.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, that's right. He's out of the loop. Okay, <laughs> so today's episode is to help you guys understand what doing the work is right now, right?
0: In, in this kind of energy, energy that we're in. Because um, it is a little bit different, I would say, of maybe elevated a bit than yes. what a regular day-to-day would be like.
1: So what's been coming to me a lot in the last uh, week is I've been noticing how amazing the energy is in the higher vibrations, like in 5D and beyond were tapped in to that vibration. And there's a very clear divide going on right now, which is really quite timely considering my March energy um, r- report, report yeah. was there's two slides. Okay, so you're going down that hill on that toboggan and one is going into a tunnel that's going to take you all the way into the eclipses into July and August and you're going to have an experience and the other is like the most amazing energy that you've ever had in your life. So there's, there's quite a divide of energy that's going on right now.
0: And it's like we always talk about, there's always balance. You always need, you know, equal light, to equal darkness. So if we're experiencing really great energy in 5D, then the 3D energy is going to be extreme in the opposite way.
1: Yes. So there is a massive match, massive stretch out. Like it almost looks like dough to me that's stretching out and showing the divide and the difference between the two energies right now. So you're going to see a lot of mentors that, um, you know, are on Instagram, you know, even me, you know, all the ones that are like kind of tapped into those higher frequencies that are like, you're being given the greatest gift alive right now. And that gift is to really work on the internal because as you've noticed, the external is rocky and you
2: have no control, right? So what does that look like right now then? Well, let's start off with um, your, your daily habits, right? Right now, your daily habits have been severely disrupted. Your work has changed or you're not working or you're wearing gloves. You're keeping your distances. You're working from home. The whole entire world, is thrown out of balance because our habits are thrown out of balance. And that really is what we rely on and it's rocking our core. So now in this time of great upheaval, like we need to kind of like find a new sense of like of balance to get through, to get through and become present because for so long we, and there's quotes out there that are like punch in, punch out, just show up. You know, I got to show up for 25 years and then I can retire. You know, I just work nine to five and then I go home. And I, and I don't exist. I don't exist. I'm not present in my life. I'm, I'm coping. I have all these coping mechanisms. I come home from work, I'm tired. I make supper, you know, turn on the TV, and then I watch TV until I literally go to bed. So I'm not present. So what this time has done is, like, you're almost going to use up all that energy in one day, being like, okay, so now I've watched Netflix for 13 hours, <laughs> yeah. and I've got, like, nothing going on what should I do now that I don't have like something else to fulfill my time in my day? Well, Netflix can only take up so much of it. And then you like, you're almost like the universe has said, look at yourself. We're giving you so much time. Look at yourself. Like you can try and waste it and not be present and watch TV and disappear and do all these things. But here, sooner or later, you're going to run out of things to do and you're going to have to look at yourself. You're going to have to figure out,
1: Well, and this is the ultimate, the ultimate gift, like Scott said, it's the absolute ultimate because you also cannot be pulled away by the external. So, you know, a lot of times in our day-to-day lives, when we're um, beginning on a journey, say we're beginning to look at our ego, we're beginning to look at our wounds. We're beginning to say like, enough is enough. Like the quote I posted on Instagram today, say we sit in our shit so long that one day we wake up and we we realize we stink. Mm-hmm. So what happens on the healing journey or any journey, when you're beginning to transform your life, you might, you know, say, come have a session with me, or you might go do work with someone else that resonates with you. But what always stops you from moving forward in that path is the external. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's delays like, it. yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, so-and-so has is calling me for drinks. So-and-so um, is saying, let's go on a vacation. Let's go on a road trip. The kids have
2: got practice for sports. Yeah, yeah. Or this kid's sick. Or I've got around this kid there. I've got around this there. No. Like you're, you're stuck at your home and you're almost, you're really forced to really look at yourself and what you're doing and trying to figure out how to make yourself happy.
1: Yeah. And if you look right now, like right now, everybody stop and look from not the fear, the lower chakras, look from the top at your life as a bird's eye view and see that there's this magical, amazing present sitting in your life. And all you have to do is unwrap it because there's literally no other hands pulling you to not look at yourself.
0: This is like the ultimate experiment. If you're a scientist, like there is no outside influence on anything that's going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is the time where you're going to have extreme clarity because you have no external influences adding to
1: the the influence basically of what's going on. And on touching on that, talk about the graph that you were telling me about earlier, because it's like, yeah, there is no other external things, Yeah. but there, you could sit here, people will argue with us and be like, yeah, but I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. Yeah. I don't know how I'm going to do all that. So they'd say that that's why that's their crutch as to why they can't look at themselves right and you talk about that and then me and Scott can talk about our journey with that
0: yeah sure so I want everyone just to picture like a roller coaster so the typical or stereotypical roller coaster when you picture it you know you're gonna go up you're gonna drop down you're gonna go up you're gonna drop down so the roller coaster is gonna have these really high highs and really low lows and there was this kind of this meme or a graph that I was looking at and it was you know this roller coaster is going up and at the top it was kind of like what we were just talking about. You look at it and you're like, this is great. I have time to actually relax and slow down. As soon as you kind of, I don't want to say accomplish that, but as soon as you realize that, all of a sudden, you know what? Your mind then goes down the roller coaster and you think, oh no, if I'm not doing anything and I'm just sitting on my couch, how am I making money? Okay, that's fine. You get over that. You go up the roller coaster. Oh, this is a great time to actually spend time and have conversations with the people I, work or I live with. Then you go down the roller coaster and you think, you know what, Uh, well, if I am still not making money, I'm not gonna be able to pay my bills, like all these different things, right? But if you look at that roller coaster, all of the highs of that roller coaster are intrinsic things. It's, you know, the community with your family, it's love, it's gratitude, it's, you know, taking time for yourself, really digging in. And all the lows of that roller coaster are external things, money, career, how am I going to pay for this? How am I going to do that?
1: Exactly. So it's
0: really interesting that all the highs are within and all the lows are external influence.
1: So focus on that graph because that's amazing and that's totally true. And where you're noticing that people are spiraling right now and where you might even be spiraling is because look at the external that you can't control. You've had the external to fill your hole You've had the external to avoid your wounds. You've had the external to just go, like Scott said, on autopilot your whole entire life. Mm-hmm. And now you're being forced, like imagine it an imaginary hand, and it's not even really imaginary, it's real, mm-hmm. is slapping you in the face right now, being like, wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up, people. Like you're here for more. Like I always say, we're here for more. We did not come here to play small. And this is such an amazing time. And I, I'm loving it. And especially how people are saying, oh, when things get back to normal, no, things are not ever, ever going to go back to normal. Okay. They're just not, they're going to go back to normal in the sense that like we're, we can leave our house again and we can go and have the dinners and travel and do all that stuff. But this is just the beginning. There's a new normal. Yes. Right? And there's a new energy coming in and the new energy is trying to get people and showing people that there's so much more to life and to live from heart center. Mm-hmm. So we talked about this previously about how Scott and I pre waved this last year and we like legit parallel, parallel. Mm-hmm. Like I would say it was like a parallel life almost. If you look at what we went through last year, it was parallel to this energy.
2: Well, I just want to grab on one word that you said we pre-waved where we waved last year, right? This is the first wave yeah, of 2020. Yeah.
0: Just knowing your guys' story, there's a lot more
1: coming in. Yeah, yes. You are really parallel. Yeah. And like
2: you talk about the energy forecast and what's wow, coming. Wow, you're right. That Just thing, clicked. Wow. And things are really, really starting to get shaken up and stirred and we're three months into 2020 and this is what's supposed to go on for a decade for another 10 years? Five for sure. Five yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. So think about how much rocky it is right now. Mm-hmm. Imagine what's gonna be like six months from now, a year from now. Well, so this is why you've got to start kind of doing this now because you like, don't want to do it then. <laughs> it's, only, it's only going to pick up and almost get stronger and it worse because the energy of the universe is saying, wake up, it change things.
1: It yeah. is. And the conjuncts and astrology and all the things that I don't, I'm not, it's not my wheelhouse. I just know energy and I know what I see outside of time. But, like, a thing that Scott and I and Carly have been talking about a lot is there's been a lot of people in our community that are like, thank God I started coming to Nights with Coco and doing the work. Or, yeah. thank God that I, and and even amongst us three, we've said that, like, thank God we pre-waved last year. Yeah.
2: You know, that's, you have a good story <clears throat> about your auntie talking about, like, you know, trying to develop consciousness and being aware. And some of the steps she does before you really get into ours, because I feel like that's maybe something more people can get to, to right now.
1: Yeah. So, People are 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 coming into consciousness, and people are coming more aware, and now that listening to the podcast and doing all these things, so it's really hard for. for people to, like, wake out of their, like, their slumber, their conscious, like, their asleep. Their habits. Their habits, yeah. right? So I was having a conversation with my auntie last night, and she, like, listens to all of our podcasts, and she's really beginning to peel away the layers and kind of look at things and see. Seeing- yeah, she's
2: really trying to become more aware of what, what she's doing. Yeah,
1: so if you're listening, auntie, heyo. Um, <laughs> she is. She's really trying, and she's really, you know, she's doing the meditations, and she's doing all that. And she was saying to me last night how... Um, you know, now that she listens to the podcast, she's seen 3D, 4D, 5D kind of everywhere on Instagram and articles. And she's been watching some Dr. Joe Dispenza and all that type of stuff. And so then she was saying, so I read this article about in 3D with the alcohol Mm -hmm. and um, how people use that as a coping mechanism. And I was like, oh yeah, like everything, we all have our things, right? Like we've talked about it, Carly, like the Pepsi or the chips or the, Scott says baking, you know, it's our coping mechanism. Like, well,
2: cookies are delicious.
1: Yes. <laughs> Don't <laughs> get me started on yeah. cookies. Yeah. <laughs> but we all have our coping mechanisms, right? And Auntie was saying to me last night, she was like, yeah, so alcoholism is. Um, and, and using and drinking alcohol is like coping mechanisms. Right. And then I was like, yeah, especially for this time. And then she's like, well, as I'm talking to you, I'm really enjoying my glass of red wine. I'm not going to lie. And I'm like, yeah. And on Snapchat the other day, she sends a Snapchat saying um, holding a picture of the wine and saying the only way to get through this. Right. Right. But up until that point, she wasn't conscious that she was like in that collective energy where everybody is. So what's happening right now is there's such that collective energy. It's like that stay home. It's that, um, you know, all the things like, yeah. it's, you know, it's numb out. Why, it's do, you numb think, out why numb. do you
2: think the, the liquor board stores and the pot dispensaries are essential? It's like, trying, yeah. it's like numb out people. Like, you know, don't yeah, really just look at you. Just, just get through.
1: I had an ex-boyfriend, um, that I dated when I was like 18 or 19 and he texted me today, and he was like, "Oh, you know, how's the lockdown?" I was like, "Nothing has changed." That's what I wrote back. I said, "Nothing has changed in my life." And then I'm like, "How are you know How are you and the kids?" He's like, "Oh, we're running out of Netflix shows to watch." Mm-hmm. And then like there was nothing more for me to discuss. Like <laughs> you know, I was like, "Okay." So it's just I'm well aware that that is the coping mechanisms, and people are doing that, and then they're going on social media and they're like. Oh, you know, just the same. Eat what you want. Yeah, we've been seeing a lot of yeah. that too eat with like the want, influencers. It's like get through. stops, just eat what you want and do whatever, just what you can to get through.
0: Well, basically, yeah, and like what their approach is, they're just trying to say, like, don't be so hard on yourself during this time. But it's like well, that's right, the, but let's be conscious
1: about it. Well, no, we do but that. that's the sugar coating. Yes. It's like we don't want to look talk about the real thing at hand that we need to change and that shit's hit the fan, and that like Scott says. People, you know, have always been two weeks away from, you know, Mm -hmm. being completely broke and not being able to put food on the table. It's like all of a sudden people are like waking up to it. Even the other day we had a FaceTime with your parents and they were like, oh, did you know that like certain fish that we buy in the store are made in China? we're like, yeah, like we've been on this journey for, you know, years now where we're conscious of where things are made and where things are. But when you're so asleep and you're in that rat race, go, 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 go you don't, you just, you just go. Like Scott said, you just go. You don't even think about it. And we live this.
2: Yeah. I mean, I live this, especially when I was rigging, when you wake up and you're mm-hmm. only getting three or four hours of, of sleep at night, you don't have time to sit and think about things and, and like really reflect. It's like, you're, no.
1: you're survival. You're in survival mode. Survival yeah. mode. I, I've
2: yeah. got it. I've got to go. Cause I've got work to do. I got bills to pay, you know, you know, work's coming to pick me up here in 15 minutes. So that means I got about you know, 14 more minutes of lying in bed before I have one minute to get dressed and get out the door. And
0: that totally snowballs. It's like once you start that, you just get into that wave and it's just, you literally can't do anything unless you physically remove yourself from it. Yeah. Which is
1: what this time is. So using, yeah. So using Scott and I as an example, because we pre-waved all of this and we've lived it um, and we did it. It's funny. I, I was talking about this to everybody in our core circle. And I said on a scale of zero to 10, this is a one for us. Like what this is, is a one. Like what we walked was like a 10, like it was a 10 and we did it alone. We didn't have the collective crutch to say, you know, oh, well it was COVID that shut us down or whatever. We made the conscious decision to, to change our lives without any external things to happen. So I think using us as examples, a really good teaching tool for everybody else. So
2: we well, let's really get into it then. Like, what what did we do? We shut down everything. Okay, so let's let's we, back it up. Yeah, so, let's start at the beginning.
1: Let, well, Scott and I were we were running unconscious. We were I we were Scott has been awakened prior to me, but I was awakened in 2016. But we still ran unconsciously, right? You, yeah, we we were go hard retard. Sorry, that might not be that might be bad language, but that's what we called it. We were just like head down ass up and we had every single external reason why we had to continue uh the path that we're doing the travel the hustle the everything the stories
2: everyone was telling us and the stories we were telling ourselves was this is what it's like this is what you have to do you want to succeed you want to get someplace this is what you need to do yes and that's kind of like what we That's well, the collective, consciousness. That was the collective well, consciousness, yeah.
1: I could even say I live that yes
2: in,
0: in my previous job too. Carly two, like yeah. it Like, hundred percent, like not on the entrepreneur level, but working in tech. Yes. Like you, it's, it is a high stress industry and you're, it's just known. And if you don't rise to that occasion, then you're out. So it's like buck up or get out basically. So kind of like what you guys are, you just got to go, go, go. It was, it was And it's for all, you're three unconscious. Of us,
1: for all three of us. It was very unconscious living. We were go, go, go. It was, you know, you're waiting for that one glimpse of moment where you could have rest mm-hmm. and you could have a vacation, but then the entire time you're on the vacation, you're stressed about, you know, in your case, we what need to go fo- back. Well, and you, it was like, what photos do I need to do? What yeah. this? Like, and I remember when you went to Hawaii, it was like, you couldn't even enjoy Hawaii because no. you were so stressed about your blog or your photos, your work at back. Scott and I went to Paris and we were there for 18, 19 days. And we had had seven in a row pop-ups to get to Paris, just unconscious, just go, go, go. We get to Paris and I was a nut job. I was in Paris. I was going through, um, basically a divorce i was going through all of i was crying i was like holding it in i wasn't present i was just it was it was unreal looking back right like we were coping
2: well i was you taking, enjoyed I, it i, I but... was taking pictures of storm drains and doorknobs <laughs> and window yes. panes and cobblestone streets and i was loving my life and i was just like i can still every now and then catch the smell of Paris. Yes. walking around and the, i mean i was there but
1: scott is on a different scott's been on a different consciousness level prior to me for a while so let's not use him as a <laughs> <laughs> so anyways we live that whole unconscious life even though I awakened to Coco in 2016 it still took till 2019 because I sat in my shit so long until like it was beyond stinking right okay and, so
2: we blew up the company yeah and then Coco we'll, and then we essentially, <laughs> then essentially we stayed in our victim mentality for a long time after that, which is what people need to be aware of. Yes. Which is where Coco kind of sat in the house and kind of like sobbed and cried. And, you know, it took a long time to get through that, but she had, she really spent the time to feel those things and talk about it. Oh my God. Did we ever fucking talk about it? it drove me insane most of the time because it was like, you're telling me nothing new, but I'm going to sit here and listen for the 16th time because I understand you need to really talk about this. Then it's like, well, duh, this is kind of. Makes but sense, also but. in
1: that sense, I, I was in the house for 10 months. Okay. So I was in quarantine for 10 months. I would leave to go and walk and I would leave to go to the gym. And that was from January of last year till October, um, So in that time, I, even though Scott says that I talked about things, it was because I was having massive, massive, massive breakdowns and then breakthroughs. So I was dismantling my ego. So all of the labels that were attached to who I was, I was realizing they didn't matter. I was realizing that like Coco who owned this company with that label didn't matter. My Louis Vuitton in the closet didn't matter. Every single thing in my life didn't matter. So I was, you know, getting rid of it. I was, you know, dismantling my ego. And then I was, I was really digging into all those layers and like looking at myself, looking at my self-worth wound, my self-worth wound and controlled all of me. So Yes, it had to be talked about, but that's because I was going through it. I was digging with a shovel and I was looking at it, and then I would get a little nugget of gold. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, Oh my God. And then I'd run out and tell Scott or I would text Carly and I'd be like, you guys, this is what came to me. And together, I think in that journey, we all rose because you were going through your journey, Carly as well. Mm-hmm. And I would tell you what I was learning in those nuggets, whether it resonated with you or not at the time. I think as you moved down the year, you're like, okay, remember when you said this and you went through this? Right. Because I was always ahead of you in the pre-wave. Totally. Right? Yeah
2: well it really what it really did was as you found a layer and you peeled that layer off you found that there was another layer and you could always kind of go back to what that previous layer was and almost like like stretch it out and be like wow like i thought it was like this lesson and i could really just like start to see and understand because as you're dismantling your ego you're going through your your inner child wounds you're going through your mother father wounds like but those things as, as simple as they are, are very complex in how you interact with them. Yeah. Right? It's not necessarily just like, they're not black and white. Mm-hmm. So you have to try and find the, the shades of gray in there and pick at them and pull little bits and pieces. And you're only going to learn as much as you can. So like you walk away with 20% of a lesson, you might have to visit that lesson like five times in order to get the whole yeah. mm-hmm. 100% understanding. And you're still only going to walk away with a certain per- percentage that you actually understand.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point because what would happen, I would find with like, you, Coco, is like you would have, yeah, you would break down, break through. Yeah. And then the next time that situation came up, you would, again, break down, break through, but it was the additional 20%. Yeah. The next yeah. 20%. That's really... The yeah, next
2: um, 20 true. Right? You really kind of like... It's true. Yeah. Ta- it's, it's that, it's so that's best- why
0: you felt like you were talking about it all yeah. the time. Yes. But it was just from a different... Part of the layer.
2: Because sometimes the same layer keeps coming up and up so you can learn almost the multifaceted, you know lesson. Yes.
1: Different, perspective. and Different that, perspectives, And during that and during that time. During that time, um, I really faced my shadow self hard and that was the whole, like what Carly said at the beginning of this episode is I'm sitting at home and I'm doing nothing. Mm -hmm. And so when you're used to that hustle and you're used to that unconscious go, 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 it's really hard to all of a sudden like face yourself and like sit with yourself, sit with your family. And if you're in a relationship that you've been avoiding, if there's things that you've been avoiding, all of a sudden it's like right there in your face. That's the hardest time, but also the best time. And I remember last year, like really thinking to myself and I would melt down to Scott and be like, I'm useless. I'm not doing anything. Like I'm sitting here and he's like, you're doing work. You're like healing yourself. You're birthing out all this new. And that was the greatest gift that I gave myself and the universe gave myself because I live that whole lower chakra every single day, every single month, I would melt down about finances and money. And I'd be like, we're not going to be able to eat. We're not going to be able to do this. And if you've been to nights with Coco, you've heard just a small portion of that. So when people are sitting here being like, how do I do the work in this quarantine When my lower chakras are telling me all the stories and all the fears, it's like every single minute of every single day, you make different decisions and habits like Scott said. Mm -hmm. So a prime example, I read my journals actually last night from last year and it said yesterday, I started spin for one month last year Mm -hmm. and I remember that conversation with Scott because it was something like $130 and I was spiraling those lower chakras were like I shouldn't spend the money I should sit in my shit Mm -hmm. because my shit felt more comfortable and I felt like I could control the external if I didn't do the work to go and start my fitness journey and so here we are a year later and every single time that that fear came forward, I faced it and I moved forward. And so that's what people really need to understand right now is when you are sitting here at home and you don't want to face this stuff, you're being given this greatest gift and you got to do the opposite of what scares you. Because all those stories are just stories and your worst case scenario is not your worst case scenario and it's 90% of the time it doesn't come come true. And that's what's, that's what's happening. And we, and we live that over and over again. And to the ump degree, like Scott, like tell them like, how many times did we say like, this isn't going to get better. We're not going to get well, like, But mean... we trusted our body. We trusted our, the energy that surrounds us and we really move forward. And I say to people all the time that I mentor, if you literally like, say this quarantine three months. Okay. Just, I don't know if that's exactly how long it's going to be, but say it is, if you really do this inner work for three months and you open up those blinds, say on June 1st, like what person is emerging? Mm-hmm.
2: Cause the time's going to pass either yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. So are you going to come out of this like a butterfly or are you going to come out of this, you know, a caterpillar still, and essentially have exactly. the option and one of the things we decided when we were going through, you know, our, our own financial crisis last year was what's our priority. Let's focus our life around what's our priority. Our priority is our health, because obviously that's the only thing we can really take care of. Physical, mental, and spiritual health. Perfect. We're we're doing meditations. We're trying to de-stress. we got the spiritual health covered. The mental health is, of course, connected to the spiritual because we're trying to de-stress our life, you know, and really learn to let things go. But the physical health is what when money starts to get tight, mm-hmm. that's what people drop. It's
0: the first thing. Always. Always.
2: It's always like, okay, like going to the gym makes me feel good, but I can't afford it this month. So I'm going to quit going. So then what do I do? I go home and I turn on Netflix, mm-hmm. you know, and then I zone out and I take away that thing that was making me feel good. Or I substitute it with something else and I'm distracting myself and I'm not working on myself anymore. I mean, that's the physical, but it can also be like, I mean, 10 minutes a day to meditate is not long. Like if there's, I can't, I don't want to do the math, but there's 24 hours in a day and you know, 60 minutes in an hour, 10 minutes.
0: You're in the bathroom longer <laughs> than 10 minute meditation. You, you, you scroll, you,
2: scroll <laughs> you literally scroll through Instagram more times than you would sure. take you for a 10 minute meditation and just sitting with yourself. You know, they talk about having that routine of like, you know, have your habits you had when you were at work. Well, that's fine and Danny, but guess what? You're not at work. So let's build some new routines. Mm-hmm. Um, the last couple weeks, we got a French press and it's like, you know what, I decided I'm going to like stop using the Keurig to make coffees. I'm going to try. Slow and... down. Mm-hmm.
1: We'll
2: oh, slow down. Oh, they're talking about <laughs> coffee. let's no, get oh, kind of excited. We're talking about no, no, coffee. No. I mean, the French
1: press is causing you to slow <laughs> down. Yeah. So yeah, then yeah. like,
2: I, so I make coffee in the morning and I'm like, well, really, it was an experiment because we talked about it because I'm at home. Yeah. Like, I wonder if I were to drink French press coffee every day for like two weeks if I were to go back to curate coffee, if yeah. I would literally notice the difference.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, I kind of haven't, I, I get lazy sometimes when I make curate <laughs> coffee during the day. But that's my new routine. I mean, it, to make a French press coffee is like. It's art. It's yeah. like 12 yeah. minutes. It's like seven minutes just to boil water. Yeah. And then you have to let it steep and this and it's like a whole process. But I've slowed down. I've started to enjoy it. I mean, and I am up like two hours before I even have to go to work. But. That is this, one of the routines that I've started to do to try and like be more present in mm-hmm. my day-to-day situation.
0: Well, what I was going to say too is that process of you making that French press coffee, that could be your meditation. Yeah. Like, as you're going through that new habit and you're really concentrating on it and you're taking time to notice things about it, that is meditation.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we were watching... I don't know if you guys have seen that movie. You were... Watch, Coco was watching with me. It's called Chef. And he's got a thing on... Netflix where he's cooking and he's making stuff and he talks about the scene in the show where they're cooking the grilled cheese sandwich And he's like you put the butter on it like four different types of cheese It looks amazing sourdough bread and you fry but they talk about like in that moment. The only thing that exists is You and the grilled cheese because you have to watch it You're playing with the heat because you want to get like the butter has the bubbles and you're trying to just brown it and crisp it And you're adding more butter on it and there's literally He's not thinking, but he's so present in the moment because all he's watching is his grilled cheese sandwich be grilled. Like he's present in that moment. And lots of people, and I was probably one of them, like you butter your grilled cheese, throw it on a frying pan. You know, maybe walk around, make yourself another coffee. You're talking to people. Yeah, oh, you're I not got, conscious. I got to flip it over here. But there's a big difference. And when you start to like really pay attention to the details of what you're doing, and it's not necessarily like active thought it's very much just like awareness more than more than anything else.
0: Yeah. So you could draw the parallel then too, that this quarantine or isolation is basically just a long time meditation. Yeah. If yeah. you can be really present throughout the entire time that you are going through this, just think about, like you said, like the person that emerges. Like that is crazy. Yeah, to think I did. About.
1: I did an amazing session with my mentors in Ecuador um, last week and we went on to like a, we went out in quantum and um, we traveled to a June 1st, she took us to, and she's like, you know, yeah, imagine you're opening up those shutters on June 1st and and who, and what, and what emerges, you know, and all of the same, we talk about this, all of the mentors out there, um, they all talk about the same thing, different, just different language. Right. And we, um, Carly and I talked a lot about this last week, how we almost kind of got that little sense of guilt Mm -hmm. that we feel so fabulous like unreal like I don't remember a time in my life where I felt this good okay so there's moments in my life where like I felt good but my wound still existed you know my self-worth wound was still grabbing I was still looking out um, trying to fill my hole with the external like all the things this is the first time I think all of us can say in our life we're sitting here and like we're content with the inner. I, I don't even care. There's nothing out out externally that I need or want right now. I don't need to go out Mm -hmm. because I don't need to fill my hole. Take that in. The reason why people are struggling right now is because they need to go out because they're missing something. Yeah. We're so fine with who we are in the internal. And like, people will call us and be like, how are you guys doing? I'm like, nothing has changed. changed. Yes. Yes. We flipped our whole entire life around. So nothing has changed for us. Like literally, we still have the exact same habits and patterns. And yes, we're making a little bit different patterns in the sense that like Scott's talking about the French press and stuff. But we're still doing our work. And our work is like astronomical right now. Like even Carly, who manages me the other day, she was like... Um, I did like three sessions on Friday and then like the most powerful emails are coming back from people being like, I'm bawling. this is amazing, like what Coco said and like all these things because I'm in a state of being now that I've never been in my life before.
0: Oh yeah, like that's a really good example. Like the power of what you're delivering because of who who you are inside right now is crazy. But but what's really interesting too is like if we need to really think about the external of the, of the internal, meaning when you make the internal changes, what happens to your external environment? Like, it's crazy. Like for me personally, even just in the last week of me still, like nothing has, like Coco said, nothing's changed for us, but you know, I'm not going to like the coffee shop to get a coffee. I'm like staying home, those types of things. What that's allowed me to do and to work out from home is like my physical body is totally different than it was a week ago. Mm -hmm. My physical ailments of that congestion we were talking about, like Like it's gone. So that just proves that when you work on the inner, you know, the physical ailments and all that will change as well. That's like the last thing we always say in manifestation too, the last thing to manifest is the physical.
1: Yes. And you can't change. Here's the thing. Like we are in this new energy people and I've said this forever and I say this at nights with Coco, the train is now on the wrong tracks, Mm -hmm. okay? So the 5D living is becoming very, very, very apparent. And you can't change matter with matter anymore. You just can't. It is going to get so much harder. And here is the honest truth. Like you want to get onto this wavelength, this frequency that we're on. You just do. Because moving forward, and like Scott said, if we pre-waved it, the rest of the year is going to be enjoyable it is yeah. So yeah and you need to you need to start looking on this internal you just do
0: and you know what the hardest part about it is to begin yes. because once you begin and you're doing the work Things actually get easier. So I've been doing a lot of, um, like, while I am at home, I'm not really watching Netflix. I'm watching Gaia, and I've been pretty vocal about that on my social media. But I started watching Dr. Joe Dispenza to kind of get the scientific side or the measurability of what we talk about. And so what he was talking about is in, like, our 3D world that our bodies will always be in. Like, the bodies will always be in the three-dimensional world we look at things linear. So so let's say that my dreams are down the street, okay? The dreams that I'm working towards are down the street. In 3D consciousness, I physically have to move my Mm three-dimensional legs all the way down the street to get to my dreams. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you start doing the internal work and you transition to the 5D energy, you go into quantum and Mm -hmm. what happens is instead of having to move physical, it's drawn towards you. Yeah. So you stay where you are. It's solid in who you are. And all of a sudden your dreams, they just end up where you are. Mm-hmm. And it's all happening at the same time.
1: Mm-hmm. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. And that's our work. That's specifically what I live every single day of my life. And I know we talk about this a lot about how I'm birthing out together with the team, one of the largest manifestations of all of our lifetimes. But that is what's happening because we have moved into this state of being and our guides and our committee had said that this manifestation will come when you don't need it anymore. Mm -hmm. And because our ego last year, when we lived in that victim consciousness and we really struggled, our ego was using this manifestation to save us. Where now it's like a running joke being like literally. Well,
0: like even like you reading your your journal back, like how apparent is it that you were not ready
1: for it then? It's wild. And Scott and I always say that. Like we always talk about like... Okay, we see why things happen the way that they did because they couldn't have happened before. Our consciousness has been the the shift in one linear year has been astronomical.
2: Well, hindsight is always 2020. Yeah, 100%. And it's, but... and it's super hard to get a perspective on things when you are in the middle of it. Yes. But you still have to do the work, anyways, even though you can't see the finish line. The fit. Well, there's really no finish line, but that's a bad example. But the,
1: well, the the, sh- the yes.
2: destination is there. Yeah, you know, like, and the destination you're going to might not be the one you're you're expecting because it's going to shift as you shift and change. It's the change so in frequencies. Yeah, and you yeah. can't get stuck in that specific endpoint. And that's part of being the witnesser and exploring your life is be like, okay, hey, I'm headed, I'm headed, this one direction. But then as you start going that one direction, you're like, you know what? I'm being pulled to go to the left. So then you go to the left, and then you follow that, and you end up someplace completely different. But if you really go down that road far enough, what you'll find is. That original destination you had set, yeah. you actually like meander back and get. Well, and you cover not, it. Because it's not yeah. it's not such a straight path. It's very it's very very non- it's multi-dimensional. multi-dimensional. Well and it's so
0: funny because everybody listening to this podcast, but everyone in the world you can sit there and you can think of a scenario where that has happened to you in your life. Mm-hmm. And you always look back, like you said, hindsight's twenty twenty, and you go, that happened for a reason. I'm so happy it did. Well, like So usually, then why do we get so caught up and it's not happening now when we know what's happening is meant to, for us you're to happen always anyway? Gonna mend,
1: you're always going to end up where you need to be. Like Scott and I talk about that when we moved to BC, we moved to Soyuz first. yeah, And then we ended up in Kelowna. And we we literally, we lost our, our the house that drew us to Kelowna was like on a mountain and it was beautiful and it overlooked it. And then it, it sold so then at that moment I said we should move to Kelowna and Scott was actually the one that convinced me to stay in Asoyas. and we stayed there one year it was the hardest year and then we ended up in Kelowna
2: and so you I'm always like, end up where you, you always end check. up
1: where you need to be yeah but
2: At exactly when you need to be there yeah. exactly
1: and so you know to break this down a little bit easier for everybody the the gist of what we're trying to get at is, yeah, we are aware that the fear exists out there. Okay. And we are aware that pretty much everybody that's listening to this, a large percentage of you, you're still living in your lower chakras of fear. We get that. We have compassion for you. We were you, we get that. This is, I, I would have swore up and down two ways to Tuesday a year ago that there was no way that I would ever, ever feel this way. Mm -hmm. And I would say it to Scott, I was a hot mess. I was like, there's no way that I will ever, ever not fear. There will be no way that I'll never, ever have my self-worth wound where I'm like not bleeding out in front of everybody. But all I knew is that there was more to life than what we physically see, like Carly said, in 3D density. Mm -hmm. And the only way to rise off of the game board is up. Mm -hmm. You can't take your piece and move it around. You take your piece and you move it off. And when you do that, you move to a whole entire energy frequency and You have to do that internally. And yesterday I did a massive post about that, about how I was always so stuck on the labels of like, how do I be this like spiritual person and have this amazing human life that still loves home decor, that still loves fashion, that still loves all these things because I was so stuck with like the labels of how I was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And all you got to do is start working internally because then you shift energetically and it's felt. Mm -hmm. And it is really, 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 really gonna be obvious and it already starting is like I said that gap that dough that's stretching out you can use the language you can use the pictures you can do all the things but at the end of the day it is felt and we just talked about this as a group before we got on and we're like you know the language sometimes it gets me for sure. I think people have like such great language and then I'm like oh okay they're like us like they're they're doing the work they're doing all this stuff so you get trapped by the language, right? And the language is the spiritual bypassing of not actually doing the work.
0: Yeah. Well, and a good example of that is like you you can feel people's intentions behind their language, right? Yes. So that's why it's so important that we not listen with our mind and our ears and we listen with their body. Because yes. I can come up to you and be like, hi, and you're like, how are you? And I'm like, good. Okay. Or you come up to me and say, hi, how are you? And I'm like... I'm so good. Yeah. There is a difference and the difference is the authenticity and the intention behind the word. The word is the same, but it's the intention and the energy behind it that's different. And that's what you need to pay attention to. Yeah. You really
2: have to, you really have to like talk and listen to people with your whole body. Yeah. Use your eyes, use your ears, use your intuition because people can say things, but they don't necessarily have the experience behind it to back it up.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So
2: it's almost like a different, different level of appreciation for what people do because all of a sudden it's like, yeah you know, you listen to something like, okay, well, you know, I've been sad and it was, you know, it was for a little bit, but you're like, wow, like I was like depressed. I was homeless. I did drugs. I did this. And you're like, okay, cool. Like you really have, like, you can really back up how to crawl out of like a deep, dark place because you have the experience.
1: Yeah. That's a good segue that I want to interrupt him because again, I learned something last week too, that there's this pyramid, um, that we, we cycle on until we rise out. So we cycle on as being the victim, the rescuer and the abuser. And we go around in that cycle around and round and round. And so we're the victim that searches for the rescuer, that searches for the abuser. And we all live in that triangle throughout our whole entire life. So you have done that, Carly. I've done that where I'm the victim and then I'm the rescuer and then I'm the abuser. Yeah. Okay. And then the only way that that shifts by doing the inner work is you heal the victim in you, you heal the rescuer in you and you heal the abuser, which then becomes the mentor and the teacher. Right. Right. And well, sorry, continue. But the
0: what's interesting about that is those are three different perspectives of the same exact situation.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So that's, so that's what's really interesting. So when you live from that fear chakras, um, you're sitting in that density, what we call density consciousness, and you are the victim searching yeah. for the rescuer, searching for the abuser, and you. we all do that in our life. Until we literally rise out, we start to heal, and you then become the true authentic mentor, teacher, and um, I forget the other one, but that goes to show you. Right. Yeah. And that is what this work is. This is what it is to like really rise out of it because what's happening is people get so overwhelmed and they're like, what do you mean work on myself? Like, what am I supposed to do? I had somebody the other day say that to me being like, I came to nights with Coco and I, you know, just tell me what to do. And I'm like, okay, well it's super easy. Everybody thinks it's super easy. It's just like a checklist. Like, Hey, this is what I um, tell me what to do, Coco, and this is what I'll do. But or they come and they're like, oh, I sat there, so now I'm fixed. It's yeah, like, it's no, not, no, no, like it it's not no. that way. And the sessions that we've been seeing, people have. We've been really crazy busy recently, and yeah. So if you email me, I'll get back to you. Yeah. We've just been we've been busy. <laughs> um, the sessions in person and remotely have so good. been so wild, and it has nothing to do with me. Well, the level of those has just been like astronomical. Yeah,
0: just so different. Even we were talking about, than even when we started doing sessions, like yeah. the the people that
1: are attracted to this now, it's so yeah, interesting. Yeah, am like. I've been saying to everybody that's been coming to me, I'm like, I'm the brain surgeon that gets to the root of it. And you, you come to me when you're absolutely ready to have to change your life. Yeah. And, it's it's astronomical because it has nothing to do with me. I'm just the portal that helps you get the information, and then you do the work when you leave. Yeah. And it's a vibrational experience that's happening because once you get that information and that consciousness and that awareness, like you're never the same. And so many people are saying that they'll come, so many. they'll have like a guide reading or they'll have a density session or something, and then they'll be like, oh my goodness, since the last time I saw you, The stuff that is arising is wild and that's because they're conscious and they're aware and this is doing the work and people think that it's so hard and we're so scared of ourselves. Well, what came to me while you were
0: talking about that is you you are the brain surgeon that then writes the prescription. So you give everybody the prescription for how they level up and then you have to go fill that prescription. You're the person now that has to get on that routine of taking that pill, aka doing the work from that prescription. So it still ultimately comes down to you. Yeah, Coco is just there to be like, here's X, Y, Z. Now you go out into the world and you you do it. Yeah. You
1: feel that. And so I, I just, I really wanted to emphasize on this podcast, you know, we talked a lot about the fear and we're all very aware of the fear, but what's going to happen is the fear is going to, the fear is going to distract you right now. <laughs> the fear is going to try and push you on that slide that is going to keep you down into the eclipses and beyond where you're having an experience. You know
0: what? We need to be grateful for that fear. Because if that fear wasn't here, you wouldn't be at home and
1: have the time to do this. Yeah. It's a tool. It is. It's the greatest gift right now. But again, what I really want to emphasize is when you are, the closer you get, and Carly can maybe talk about this as coming to me, is the closer you get to your light, the closer you get to who you truly are, the closer you get to peeling away the layers and like healing those wounds that have been keeping you stuck, the the darker it's gonna get the contrast that you were telling me about last week.
0: Yeah, so like a good kind of relatable example of that is, you know, let's say you have a bright light in a room and it's shining right at you, behind you will be your shadow. And the closer you walk towards that light, the larger the shadow behind you becomes and the smaller the light becomes, meaning, There needs to be darkness for light and vice versa. So as you get closer to your light, there's going to be more shadow that's created to test you, right? Because if your light's powerful, there's going to be a similar level of power in the opposite force.
1: Yes, and it's wild. And that was one of the things that I went through specifically on my own journey last year and carly would always say to me especially in the fall when i was really coming out of my dark night i was in an 18 month dark night of the soul and that's what earth is going through right now and that's like the dismantle of the ego and that's when you know you you look at everything like your shit is out on like it's the puzzle piece on the table and you're looking at all the puzzle pieces and when you're looking at all of that um you know, you're realizing also how powerful you are, how you're a master manifester, how you're all these things. And your ego is going to cling and do whatever it can to stop you. And we get that all the time with sessions where people will be like, you know, my ego was telling me maybe I shouldn't come and do this session, you know, because money's tight, or maybe I shouldn't do this because of this and this and this. And that's, that's what your ego is going to do. Your ego is going to want to keep you small and want to tell you all the stories of why you can't do this and why your habits have to stay the same. It's easier. It honestly is easier to stay in your comfort zones. It's easier right now to numb out on Netflix and chill. Mm-hmm.
2: And as your ego is going to be telling you all those things, guess what? Like so you, is the world. So is the world. Your partner, Practic, yeah. your, partner your parents, your mm-hmm. friends are going to be like, don't do that. Don't do this. Don't like, why are you talking like that? Why are you, why are you even want to discuss this? Because it makes them uncomfortable because they're not ready to look at themselves. So they're almost being a, an external validation as up to all of your fears. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like what you have to also fight against is like, you're not only fighting against like your own thoughts and negativity and self doubt. You have to like fight against other people's negativity, self doubt and make, because people want to be comfortable. And if I'm not comfortable with myself and I'm comfortable with how you are, I don't want you to change because that change makes me uncomfortable. So don't do it because I need to be comfortable, which is where a lot of people get stuck in their lives is they listen to other people because other people don't want to be uncomfortable.
1: And right now is a prime example of that because there's a whole collective consciousness of fear and that collective consciousness is strong. So it's like if you're going against any of that collective consciousness right now, the buck is like people are bucking against you hard. Mm -hmm. They are. They're saying all the things they're like, oh, well, you know, like Scott said earlier, he's he's still working and people, Scott will be like, I just love seeing how this goes down. Like the, the world is dismantling. And he's like, people probably think I'm an asshole, but he's at that different level of consciousness where he's not feeding into the collective consciousness of like, this is bad. And oh my gosh, because it's not bad. It is the most amazing thing that has ever happened.
2: It's not bad. And it's, and it's not, it's it all depends on your perspective and how you want to well, look frequency. at and your frequency and what you're trying to get out of it. Like everything is exactly just that is what you take out of it.
1: Well, it's not necessarily what you take out of it. It's your state of being, it's your frequency so you're going to take out of it the negative when you are in the density consciousness you are going to take out of it the fear it's your it's the frequencies that you're at it's the spirit it's the pyramid of spiritual awakening so whatever level that you're at is is how you're going to see it because you're vibrating at that frequency so we said this months and months ago that you know we could be standing in a room of everybody that has COVID and we wouldn't get it because we're at that frequency and people balked at us would be like I can't believe my mom everybody was like you're crazy. crazy but why are we crazy because we understand frequency because we're not following into that but trust us that a year ago you know two years ago we would have been so unconscious we would have been so in fear so we're not judging we're not saying anything bad about it but we get it because we were everybody else we know what it feels like to be in that density conscious and just being so asleep and so scared and really listening to what everybody else says but we have the most power inside of us right now. And this is, this is when it bursts out. Like um, March all the way to June, if you look at that in linear time. So if you look at March is like a little circle, April is a little circle, May is a circle and June is a circle. From March to June, there is a, there is a pyramid right now formed of energy. And that pyramid at the top is the biggest manifestations, the biggest energy that is birthing out. You are like standing at the top of that pyramid right now if you're doing the work and you have like a light staff that's coming down and it's just, it's rippling out in your entire life. This is the time light workers, way showers, all the light beings incarnated for because this is when it shifts people. This is when it shifts and it starts within. It really truly does and the biggest thing that we're trying to get across today is you need to change your habits and patterns because they've already externally been changed for you. Mm-hmm. You need to begin to do the work and really really do the work because this is such a gift. It's like that jack in the box. Who are you when you emerge say June 1st? Who are you? Are you the person that's like you know been living in that unconscious victim mindset for the past 3 months or are you that bright new Shining light that is not running out to the hair salon, the nails, and everything because you need the external fix. Who are you? So, I mean, is there anything else that you guys want to say about this? Because, well, as
2: you're, I'm just going to end with this as you're trying to, you know, reset your habits, you know, don't like be easy on yourself. Yeah. Like you are stuck at home all day. So, don't like worry if you watch a little bit of Netflix or you watch a little bit of TV. You know what I mean? Like give yourself a little bit of break and compassion. Like you can't, you're not a Buddhist monk. You're not going (laughs) to sit in meditation for eight hours a a day. You're a human, having a a human human. experience. Yeah. But just try and like change just a little bit and try to bring awareness as many times as you can throughout your day, right? Like cooking supper or doing the dishes or having a conversation with your children or your spouse, like try and really make yourself present. But if you notice like, hey, I have Netflix on in the background and I'm scrolling through my phone and someone asked me what's going on and I go, I don't know. Like maybe like either turn one or the other off. Are try- you referring to me? I'm not referring to you. <laughs> I would never do that. He did- I, was do- I was conscious of what I was doing though
1: because I told you, Yeah. I said to you, I said I have Netflix on in the background as background noise. Yeah. I knew what I was doing. I was well aware of it because I set the intent when I sat down. Right
2: but just give yourself some compassion and just a habit is something you don't build in a day. It's something you build over time. So just try and bring awareness as often as you can in the first day. It might only be once or twice the next day. It might only be once or twice, but as you try and practice the habit, you'll bring awareness more and more and more into your life and you will be eventually get to the point where you are present and aware like throughout 80% of your day.
1: Yeah. And Scott, a big, thing of advice that scott said to me last year when i was going through my stuff and you know i've gone down four sizes i've lost so much weight my skin is clear all the things that you're going to see when i eventually reemerge emerge and i i remember when i started to change my patterns and habits in the middle of my grief in the middle of my victim consciousness in the middle of my lower chakras running me he said the time is going to pass anyways how are you going to spend it And he was so right because here I am now a year later and I'm like, what? That's been a year? Because every single day I moved a centimeter and a centimeter and a centimeter. And I allowed myself, he is making a valid point. And I think Carly can speak to it too because when I was mentoring her last year, you cried. You were losing it lots of times too. And you had those moments But you recognized it and there was days when you sat in your shit Mm -hmm. and you were in that victim consciousness a lot and we would talk back and forth about it and we'd be like this is so hard but now um, there is no destination, but there is a change in frequencies for us. Well,
0: now what happens is if those situations occurred again, my response would be different because I
1: honored that and I moved through it and I learned from it. Yes. And I think a couple of weeks ago you were, you did have a victim consciousness day, but you even said to me, you're like, I'm in victim consciousness yeah. right now. Yeah. That's exactly what you said. That was your language. And then the next day it you was You came in podcasts gone. the next yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what we're trying to get you guys at. And this is what doing the work is. And this is moving into that alignment of where you clean the pipe. That is the the basis of our whole entire work is you clean the pipe so that your manifestations, your higher self and everything exists. And then when crisis does happen in life, because like I said, this is nothing. When crisis happens in your life, externally, globally, like it's happening right now, or in your life in general, because this is the human experience, it's going to happen, you can handle it. And that has been a conversation that I, like I said earlier, I have seen lots of people say that if I wouldn't have started this work, I'd be a mess. Okay, well, let's take it up a level. Let's take it up a level. Let's really, really energetically change those frequencies. Because here's also what's coming to me that you can talk and do all this like work talking and no judgment that's on the frequency and the consciousness that you're at, but then you still got to move up that pyramid Mm -hmm. because what happens with a lot of people is they stay at that one frequency. They stay at the talking frequency and then they never energetically like they're showing me right now. It's like this, like kind of like glass ceiling and all of a sudden you break through that ceiling. Most people stay at the talk frequency. Well, and
0: that's what we were talking about with people that know the language. They stay at that level of knowing the language, but they don't actually maybe even know how to actually apply it. Yes. Yes.
2: So that's the difference between knowing the language and experiencing it is the language doesn't necessarily convey the whole entire experience because it can be, there's so many nuances as in corners and tight spaces and dark holes and stuff that, yeah, you might know the words, but how do you, How do you understand something? How do you vocalize understanding if you can only say something one way? True understanding is when you can say something 12 different ways. Okay, you still don't get that? Here's a 13th because not only do I know the language, I have true understanding of what I went through because I can literally explain it multiple different ways.
1: Yes, and you are at that frequency. So I hope this all makes sense for everybody and we just really want it to show You know, a lot of people have been messaging and saying like, I want to get where you're at or when this is over, I'm going to do the work or whatever. No, you should do the work now. You should make it a priority now because you know, life is going to happen, you're going to emerge out of this. And it's going to be like, Oh, I haven't been to the brew pub, or I haven't, you know, went and got this done, I haven't got this done. And life is going to be like full speed ahead. When everybody all of a sudden merges out of the like the cow gates, you know, it's like everybody's going to be scrambling, because we've been so confined for so long. And then before you know it, you're in to the fall and into December. And when the energy is going to start getting really intense down in there, you're going to be like, what did I do? Mm-hmm. After the quarantine, all of And you're waking up and it's Christmas and you're going to notice that nothing has changed. And I don't want that for my community, for our community. I don't want that. I want you guys to rise. I want you guys to feel the frequency that we're in. And I said this at the end of 2019 into 2020, I said, 2020 will either be the best year of your life or it will be the absolute worst. And it's starting to show very clearly moving into the fourth month, which which train you're on, but you always, always have the control internally to switch that all around. It's not an external thing. It is an internal thing. And you have the control. And yesterday I got an email um, from Ecuador. I had sent the the lady that I look up to and the only human being that kind of relates to the work that I was doing. And she was like, dismantling the ego and transcending all of that can only be activated and done inside. And so really, really take this in people and really, really do the work, whatever that is that resonates for you, whoever that is that resonates for you. Again, we're taking sessions. Um you can join go- the
2: email list. Get the energy. <laughs> join
1: the email oh, yeah. list. We're doing uh, uh, my, energy my April stuff. my April energy report's gonna be coming out here. I guess the boss over here, she has an Oh spirit. I've been slacking. She's been slacking. Yeah. Well, I didn't
2: even know we were doing a podcast today. so, <laughs> yeah, we're- so
1: clearly the business manager is going <laughs> to yeah, get her act together. Clearly here. we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> um but follow us again on Soul Rehab Podcast. If you wanna have any one-on-one sessions, we're taking them uh anything that you guys need any questions we're here and we're just kind of watching with conscious eyes and knowing um kind of from watching what you guys (laughs) need and what what we can put out there to help you so again change your habits really start doing the work and who are you going to be when you emerge from this
0: yeah well until next time you cool cats and kittens (laughs)